1: Welcome, Welcome along to this week's edition of the Premier League on NBC podcast. Just the six of us today are now celebrating his little girl's birthday. So we've got Lee Dixon, Carl Martino, Greg So, Robbie L, and Robbie Musto, alongside myself, Rebecca Lowe. Hope everybody out there who's listening or who's watching this on the NBC Sports YouTube channel are doing well and staying as healthy as can be right now. We are, fingers crossed, three or four weeks away from bringing you back some Premier League football. And it's been an interesting week, certainly, uh, since we last all caught up, guys, because the players voted to go back, or the clubs, I should say, voted to go back to small group training. And we have actually been seeing some of that footage on social media. they have been, obviously, helicopters going above the training grounds, and you can actually zoom down and see what's happening at all the training grounds. There'll be another big vote on Tuesday, the 26th, if you're listening to this, which is next Tuesday, uh, to vote to go back to contact training. And then another vote two days later, Thursday the 28th, which will be the vote to decide whether or not they want to restart and finish the 2019-2020 Premier League season. And if they vote against that, of course, they need 14 or more votes over the 20 clubs. If they vote against restarting it, they will in that meeting apparently be deciding how they will finish this season. Will it be a per game ratio at average? Will it be a null and void? Unlikely. But what will it be? How will they finish the season if they don't restart? So it's another big seven or eight days coming up for the Premier League. But let's just reflect, shall we? Um, Graham, I'm going to start with you. Over the last seven days, as I say, we've seen the players go back to training. We have, though, seen more players come out um, The like the Troy Deeney who has come out and said he doesn't want to go back to training. He won't be going back. He's a five-month-old who has breathing problems. He doesn't want to take back Uh, COVID possibility of taking back COVID-19 into his household we've had six players slash staff test positive for COVID-19 from 748 tests that came out yesterday apparently Norwich City are the last club to be tested we haven't got their results yet and everybody will be tested again at the end of the week as well so Graham how has the last seven days affected your thinking if at all
2: um, well, it hasn't changed uh, at all, really. Um, I think it was really interesting, our conversation last week, where we spoke about what it would be like from a player's perspective. And that's really played out um, in terms of the, the sort of soundbites we're getting and the information we're getting from individual players and clubs. And it's really important. And it was the point Lee made last week about, you know, um, his feelings about whether he would feel comfortable going back into an environment that just is so uncomfortable. Um, and it's no coincidence, I don't think, that players are, are sort of airing their views. And, and if they've got their own individual circumstances, then they should be listened to and respected. And no player should be judged um, on that, given given the situation. But I think when we look at um, players getting back to training, you know, it's like when you come back for, for pre-season as a player. You know, the, the days leading up to it is dreadful because you just you think you've not done enough of your own training. You know it's going to be hard. That you're really looking forward to seeing everyone and getting back out on the pitch. Um, and guaranteed, the players will be delighted to be sort of let off their niches and able to train, albeit within sort of socially distancing um, regulations. Um, so I think it'll be very positive. It's been a very positive week. Obviously, we've got the backdrop of the Bundesliga first round back again, which was a huge success. I think it really shows how football can cope, albeit slightly differently, with, um, with resuming. Um, but, but they're really showing the way um, and hopefully will continue to do so so that it makes it that little bit easier for for us in the Premier League to sort of understand that football can be finished and can be finished in a safe way.
1: We're going to get on to the Bundesliga. I want to get everyone's thoughts on what they felt when they watched that at the weekend um, and how that could relate to how the Premier League was put on. Robbie Musto, where are you in your thinking? What have you observed the last seven days?
3: Yeah, I think it has been positive. Um, I I think it's really interesting that that, that certain players will feel strongly, and I think I think we've agreed that if certain players don't feel right to come back training and playing, then they won't. I think we have to realise that the vast majority, the football clubs, all the managers have agreed to this phase one, which we're seeing now, and the players starting to come back into training. Um, You mentioned it, Rebecca. Now it's between now and Tuesday. is critical, isn't it? Because if the players the majority of the players feel more confident about training about what 's going on, about the amount of testing, about the whole situation. now they 're back at their training grounds, then you know with fingers crossed that by Tuesday there'll be enough people positive and confident enough to say, "You know what let's get into the the contact because that's going to lead everything so between now and Tuesday is critical. Um, I haven't changed my thoughts on on what I feel it, it seems like the vast majority of all involved are okay with this phase one. Um, so they go ahead. And I think it's the right way to do it in, in phases. And if between now and Tuesday, there's a, a difference or Norwich City, there's a, a lot more players than expected um, have come out positive, then that will affect Tuesday. But the six people, Rebecca, in six hundred seven hundred forty-eight or whatever it was, that number... Is a, is, a, is a good number compared to, I think, what they saw in the Bundesliga and another European league. So it's kind of in line with what we've seen in other leagues and other countries. The Bundesliga had that and have found a way to get back. There's no question they, they've been ahead of the UK in, in all aspects of, of dealing with this virus. Um, so the steps are there. Um, and, of course, with respect to those that don't want to, to, to play and feel that those risks are, 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 are too much for them and their family, you respect that, but the vast majority... I seem to be okay with continuing this phase. And and fingers crossed, we're going to be okay into next week.
1: I think the Bundesliga numbers were about 10 positive tests out of around 1,500, 1,600. So it's a similar kind of ratio, um, not including, as I said, one more club we think Norwich to come. Um, Robbie Earle, Hmm. what's in your mind?
4: Um, I agree with with the guys. I think it's a positive step that there's only six positive cases that, that came out. I think it's a positive week in terms of where we are, Rebecca. I think we all feel now, within a month or so, we're going to get something being played on the pitch, which wasn't the case before. Well, I do think there's two two things I want to make a point of. I think the communication to the players, or seemingly the players involved in conversation, seems to me as though that could be improved. Players should be part of, of, of each conversation. I believe there was the, the, the captions of every club were, were fielding questions from, from the teammates and putting them to the Premier League, to, to health officials, to maybe government people who were involved in conversations. And I believe there was a few questions that stumped uh, a, a few of, of the so-called experts, that they weren't sure of, of what was happening. So I'd like the players brought on this the, the journey and part of the communication a little bit more. What I thought was really interesting, I thought was something I really should bring up myself as well, was the Troy Deeney Troy has sort of divided opinions, and he's said that he's not gone back this week with, with phase one. And I think as players and ex-players, we can only really put ourselves back in that situation and say, what would I do in, that, in a similar situation? Now, I've got a 24-year-old daughter who is slightly asthmatic. Now, if I was at the time where she was just, just born, um, I would have to think about what consequences playing would be for, for her. If I was living back in the Midlands where I started, my father's on the critical care list. He's got respiratory problems, uh, got some lung problems. I would have to think about would I be comfortable going back playing or in, in other ways, I'd probably have to stay away from my dad during the period that I was training and playing. The third thing that's obviously come out is for black and ethnic minority mm. people, there's a higher susceptibility of picking up the, the, this, um, this disease. And as yet, there seems to be no, there's no science or data that's telling us why. There doesn't seem to be any more controls for somebody uh, uh, about my coloring who would go back in there. And quite rightly, Choi Dean is asking questions and saying, until you give me the, 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 the guarantees that I'm going into a safer environment because I'm more susceptible to the risk, then I'm not going to go back. And, and uh, the more I think about it, the more I would say, I would probably have to do the same, Rebecca. I'd want some more <laughs> assurances from the people that what uh, that, that are giving me, or so-called experts, of, of how safe I'll be in that environment.
2: But that's the point, though, isn't it? Sorry to interrupt you, Rebecca, but that's the point, Robbie. All those- really important points that you make there it's timing you know they don't know at the moment there's so much unknown about this which is I think why we're all having to look at three or four different scenarios for every situation because it is going to be a case of as information is forthcoming then maybe better decisions more um, educated decisions can be Mm -hmm. made and in the meantime you've got to absolutely respect any individual that has concerns you have to respect that and 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 say well you know appreciate the fact that they're prepared to to stand behind that decision,
1: Robbie. Oh, just to come back on your that that's yeah. that's absolutely valid. Very very interesting. But yeah. I suppose the problem arises when there are many people in the UK across the world who are having to yeah. go back to work of Black and Asian minority ethnicity yeah. Yeah. who don- are not stepping into a world anywhere near as safe really? as the Premier League are creating. Um, so there, I suppose that there will be, to flip the argument, to play devil's advocate, to the people yeah. who are, are not as supportive of Troy Deeney, or can maybe see a flaw in the argument, which is, but of all the jobs to do in the world right now, there is an argument that you're, good, you're doing the safest one.
4: Yeah, there is an argument back and, and I totally get it, and many first responders, people who are essential workers, who are black and, and ethnic minorities, who don't have the choice, but, Given where I am, given the choice, given the health of my family, yeah. I just want more assurances from those football authorities, as Graham says, more educated, a little bit more in terms of, you know, do I need to get tested more often than other right. than, than other players? Just, just give me some level of security, and then yes, I, I totally agree. Then I, I'm in as, as safe an environment as I am going down to the to my store and picking up a few supplies.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Adrian Mariapa, the Watford player, has come out this morning and said he's tested positive but he can't really understand why because other than going for walks, he hasn't left the house. His wife has done the shopping but as we're finding out, I think maybe doing the shopping is about as dangerous as you can get in some ways. Um, Kyle, where are you? Not where are you literally, because no one ever knows, but where are you in your mind? Some people will say no one ever knows as well, where are you are in your mind. Where are you in your thinking, my friend?
5: Another episode of where is Kyle? Um, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm where I have been, um, but with a little more information and, um, I still feel the same that this is the right thing to do to begin, um, phasing in the, the, uh, the play again and, and getting players back in training environments and, you know, outside of the, um, the incredible awkwardness of hearing every word from the players when we were watching the Bundesliga game and, uh, you know, coaches yelling from the sideline. Um, I I, I had joy watching that game and talked to a lot of people who are back in training, who are those that are players or fans that are are feeling a lift in their life right now. And, And I think that's ultimately one of the big things that everyone was arguing for is this brings joy to people in a time that is really difficult. And so um, I understand Troy Deeney's argument, and he has the right and should be respected for feeling that way. Just as when we talked last week, when Lee brought up his opinion of it, you know, we need to allow discourse and not have a zero sum game of, you know, everyone doesn't play or everyone plays or everyone goes back to work or everyone stays home. You know, there, Arlo, I think, said it best we will live with this virus for a while. You know, a a zero risk world um, is years away, if if that's what everyone's waiting for. 100% assurances that this is not going to impact you or someone you know is not coming anytime soon. So the reality is it needs to be a calculus. The same calculus that we all make every time we leave the house every single day is the risk worth taking in my specific situation and then big groups that are responsible for multiple people the premier league and the clubs need to make this decision together with the government is the risk of beginning to to train and with a with an aim of starting the premier league back up worth it and and i think everyone that sat and and took every situation into account made the right decision to say right now it is the right time to to start to ramp back up society because there is a there is a sort of inverted U curve here of staying at home initially was 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 so important and some countries did it too late and it was integral to trying to support the healthcare system so that we could catch back up with this thing but the longer that we stay at home the negative consequences that are real that i'm seeing in friends and family on a daily basis that are 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 a a result of what's happened to their job what's happened to their uh, profession what's happened to their income what's happened to their enjoyment what's happened to their marriage what's happened to their friendships all of that impact the longer we wait to ramp society back up is going to be exponentially worse than the the impact of covid and i just i i honestly do believe that we we can create a world in which we live with this virus in a responsible way and I think that the Premier League are going about it in a very thoughtful way to try to figure out how do we get these players back out there? And if there's a Troy Deeney that says, not me, then that should be his right to say, no, Troy Deeney has decided he's not going to put himself in that position.
1: That's, that's interesting. And I think you're right when you say the Premier League are going about it in a very thoughtful way because, Lee, it's very much baby steps. It does feel that way. Yes, the Premier League have talked about it for a long time. But and, and people have got frustrated that it hasn't been anything in concrete. But actually you could say the way they're doing it is um is much more thought out maybe than we thought it was going to be at the beginning because there is no debt there's still no debility there's still no definite is coming back now lee last week you were stronger than most in terms of it's not right, it's not time yet we have to make sure it's got to be safer than this it's going to be safer than this yesterday when you heard the news lee about six positive tests and 748 was your first instinct lee oh that's that's made me feel a bit better or was it no, that i 'm still absolutely
6: it's too much of a risk, where were you when you heard that news in your mind um, I think initially i my doom and gloom side of me went, oh, see six have got it, you know Bob you know it was kind of like yeah, I was right they 're all going to get it now, and it was cut kind of, but obviously if you if you look at the percentages, the amount of people tested, the amount of positives, etc i 've calmed down a little bit and you look at it a little bit more rationally and say well that 's good news and I think the fact that um, that we are doing baby steps and the Premier League are going about it the way they are, it makes me feel a little bit more comfortable. I think you, there's going to be from now until Tuesday, as as Musty said, that's a big big space of time that that lots of things can happen. Probably not a lot, as in um, the the individual cases, because I think that. They're doing, it, they're going about it with non-contact. If you think about the position the players are in when they go in, they get out the car, they get the, they're going to be sterile. It's going to be in an environment where catching the virus is going to be very, very difficult. And I think that the non-contact thing, the passing drills, it'll all be, and that's exactly how it should be, for now. And and I think that's the first step. And the the Troy Deanies of this world, and the ones the players that are coming out and saying they 're uncomfortable with going to that stage, we respect that and I'm not, i don 't know where I would be right now if I had somebody at home. I probably would be in the in the situation that, um, that Robbie Earl said he said there 's not enough information for me to to be able to to risk somebody close a loved one at home, so I think i wouldn 't be going back right now. Um, the next step, when you start to allow contact, that's when that's the biggest hurdle. Next, when you start throwing contact in, players mingling in, you know, being touching each other, and all of that sort of stuff, then we're gonna. I think we're then gonna have more Troy Deanies, um and we're gonna have more players coming out and going because it's only gonna take one to. It's only gonna take one or two players in your group to go to to test positive. However, that happens, and as you quite rightly said, we're not quite sure you know, Mariap has not even been in contact with anyone, yet he's tested positive. Uh, Ian Wone, obviously asymptomatic, has has, has got the virus as well. I'm, I'm a little bit unsure as to how that, how they work, what happens now at Burnley in regard to, obviously he's got seven days isolation, but the people he's been in contact with, if the players have not been at the club, well, i
1: um, he hasn't. You mean the players and the people at the club he's been in contact with? Because I'm assuming the people at the club he's been in contact with, he hasn't been in contact with them six feet or what? You know what I mean? So you mean those people? or You mean people in his family?
6: Well, I, I, I think at some point he's going to be. He'll have been in contact with somebody. I, you know. I'm not saying he might not have done, but what I'm saying is there's a risk to that. So if you've got one asymptomatic person walking around, you've got others. And now they're being tested regularly now. So we're now in a position where we're kind of sterilizing the whole of the, of the Premier League group, but they're still going home and they're still mixing with people. So I think the next hurdle when you start throwing players together is going to be a big one. And I think if you get more positive tests, then we're in a position where we go, right more players will start to say, I'm not comfortable with that. And then that, one of the, the concerns for
2: me, one of the concerns for me is that we're all presuming, including the scientists, that this isn't airborne. <laughs> if it's airborne, it changes everything. <laughs> and there's still no, there's still no proof either way, because it's such a new thing. You know, that's, we're assuming that the six feet, being six feet away from each other is, is safe distance, but that's an assumption
1: it's, it's an assumption, I suppose, though Graham, based on data, if it were airborne, surely the numbers would be oh, yeah, a lot, yeah. lot, lot, lot more than they are right now. Before social distancing, we would have thought. I mean, I don't. I'm not a doctor. I don't
4: no, know. no, no, no. Nor am I. But, but
2: yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: it was interesting what as well. when Rose has come out and, and, and used the phrase "lab rat," which I thought was, was quite strong in that we shouldn't mm-hmm. be as players being used as, as lab rats. And in some respect, and as, as Lee was talking, I was thinking about the Premier League. <laughs> could almost be leading it in some of the, the misinformation or lack of education that's out there that we see maybe with social distancing and with players if they stay away they're fine maybe if all of a sudden we put people together and the numbers don't go up quite as high as we are we can start to think about how that can go into the workplace well, with the, the, the black and ethnic minorities we don't know those numbers maybe if more information comes out it'll help those Uh, black and ethnic first responders. So, in a way, the Premier League could be leading a lot of the information that's needed on this.
1: That's true. They could definitely be the leader. And the other thing to think about is that they're going to get tested again before this vote. And I don't know when, but I'm told it's going to be towards the end of the week, maybe Friday, Saturday. Now, that will mean I would suspect that Tuesday's vote will have a lot to do with the outcomes of the second round of testing. So let's just say that they've got six in the first one. Let's just say they do it all, all week, small training. Then they all get tested again, not including the ones, obviously, who already tested. So then you've got, what, 742 negative. If they get zero out of 742, then you've got to say, that's a, obviously, that okay, well, that's good. That means it's probably not airborne, not that we know we're not doctors, but okay that that is going to give people confidence i think the results of the second round of tests mm-hmm. is going to be huge as to whether or not they want to do contact and then of course the, the, te- the first round of tests once they've done contact it's going to be even bigger so god musty i think you want to say uh, something.
3: Uh, i was just going to ask lee so right now you wouldn't be comfortable going back i just wondered it's a difficult question but what would it take like what what can change lee that that would change your mind um I don't know. In terms of uh, uh, more time, I mean, I, no, I don't know. I was I, yeah. What would have to change? I, I, I was saying if I was Tro- if I was
6: in Troy <clears> Deeney's <throat> position when he's got if he had an asthmatic baby at home, right. or right. he was in that position, that oh, I right. wouldn't. What well, I would there's not enough information out there for me. I, I you know the, the fact that you can and he, he summed it up brilliantly. I thought when he said, you know, the fact that I can't go and have my hair cut, but I can go into a penalty area and you know next after next week and head and and challenge for a ball with 20 players so the so the difference in the
1: the difference is that the, the barber and the barber's family and the people have not been tested but the footballers in the penalty area have surely that's the difference there
6: so you say so you are so what you so Re, so rebecca so you're categorically saying that when the players are all zero and nobody's got it that football's safe you could lock them all up and, and, and we could play a whole season with all those players staying in one house, one place and no one get it. That's what you're saying. And well, you don't know, you can't say that because you don't, you don't, you, you're not a doctor. And the well, doctors can't really say it because they don't really well, know. Well, so,
1: I'm just saying that the difference between what, what Troy Deeney said is, why can't I get a haircut if I can go to penalty box? Well, the, the, the reason why you can't get a haircut is because unfortunately, barbers and hairdressers are not being tested twice a week. So the, the risk is higher. Football is being tested twice a week. There's always a risk. There's still going to be a risk, but yeah, the risk
6: yeah. is lower. Correct. And he's, and, and the, the, the at the moment for him the risk is too high for him to go back to training.
1: Yeah, yeah.
6: Uh, I think he's got to get his hair. I think he's got to get his
5: hairdresser in that penalty box. Yeah, that's that's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did did learn how to cut my own hair. Um, if, Tro- if Troy if Troy needed to, no, you didn't.
0: You didn't. Um, <laughs> you didn't learn. <laughs> yeah. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches.
4: But there's only one crispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem
3: of a detour. Um, boys, let's, uh, let's move it on to the Bundesliga. I know a
1: couple of you mentioned it there. Um... Mm. Let's start. Robbie. what did you think? When you watched it this weekend, how did you feel about the... Uh, forget the whether or not they should be playing or not. Let's imagine yeah. that this yeah. week, or let's imagine that next week the Premier League is coming back and we're yeah. all going to be on air and yeah. we're going to have no fans in the stadium. It's going to look like that. Tell yeah. me how you felt about it and how you think the fans will feel about it.
4: Well, I, I actually watched this Saturday game, which was the Dortmund game, the first game, which was 6.30 West Coast time. And I have to admit, I went to bed on the Friday night. With a little bit of those nerds. I put my alarm on, I got up, watched the game, and it fulfilled me back. It fulfilled me is the thing I would say. Yes, there was no crowd, the echoes weren't great, but the competitive edge, the not intensity, but the the the, the mindset of both uh, sets of players, the quality in in some of some of the finishing, it it, it gave me a sense of. Well, wow, we're not far away. I'm looking forward to the Premier League. And I know that there was no hugging. There was no spats. There was no challenges where players were coming up to each other, which is part of the narrative and the great character in what we've got, and especially the Premier League. I was happy. I've got to admit, and I know other people have had some negative thoughts. But for me, it it gave me a sense of, it's back and we've got something that we can start to enjoy. And this might be what football is going to be for the next 12, 18 months. We don't know. But for me, it, um, it, it definitely felt nourishing.
1: It's interesting because I think it was jarring for a little bit. Like, oh, this is weird. This is like watching either a really bad lower, 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 lower league game where you can hear the one man is dog. Um Or like watching a training session in one of those domes. It felt like it was indoors, actually, when I was watching it. But I, I agree with you from my perspective. I grew up, grew up playing football in the back garden with no one watching. I played football in the park, no one. We like don't play football, you don't enjoy and love the game no. purely because of who's watching and, and the atmosphere. You love it because of it stand, the beauty of the game can stand alone. So that's, I agree, I was fully nourished. Lee Dixon, it's, go on. Go on, just, Dixon, go
4: on. Back, just one little thing, and just, you, you mentioned that. When we all grew, grew up and we all, you know, been out in, in, in the fields and playing. You used to make that crowd noise in your head. You remember when you scored a goal and you make an overhead kick and you'd be, ah! <laughs> you kind of, and that's almost what I was doing at the weekend when Harlan scores a great goal and gets in. I'm thinking about crowd noise in my head. Yeah, yeah, I think
1: because we're so used to it as well. Dicko, yeah. what, what did you feel like when you watched yeah,
6: it? I'm, very, very similar to, to Robbie. I was, you know, it was nice to see football back. and you we all knew it was going to be weird. We, and We, you know, the first. 10 or 15 minutes of it, you're kind of looking at it going, well, yeah, well, we can, but once the game starts and you see the players interacting and and, and, and doing their stuff and the skill, et cetera, you kind of, I almost forgot what was going on. I think what, we, what was pretty evident was the the importance of, of the commentary team. So no pressure on Graham and myself, but <laughs> <laughs> I think that they play, they, they, they kind of play a big part and, uh, you know, you've kind of, I was just talking to Pierre before and we were talking about that type of thing and it's almost, you know, we talk about let it breathe. We've almost got to make it breathe. You know, it's kind of that, it's the opposite. You've kind of got to just, you know, Cajole it along a little bit and um so that'll be different when we actually to get to go to a game and, and commentate on it so but i'm you know it's great to see it back um you know it, it sounds from you know my last couple of weeks that I'm kind of all doom and gloom and i'm not, I don't want football to start again, of course I do you know i'm 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 just a little bit wary of of the other side of things the medical side and the you know the conscious side about what's going on in the on the front line and all of that sort of stuff so I'm a bit mixed up at the moment but once you sit, see a game in front of you unfolding and see goals and it's just that's why we're all sitting here talking about it because this is just a brilliant game.
1: Masti did you love it?
3: Yeah, of course I loved it. I actually switched over to Leipzig game. I think it was like two or three 0 at Dortmund game. I switched over, and the Leipzig game was a little bit more intense. Uh, celebrations were weird. Substitutes, positionings was weird. Face mm-hmm. masks. It just it just looked very very weird. Um, I think I was watching the first game, and Caroline said, "Wow, it looks like it sounds like they're playing in a swimming pool." It was like a swimming when used to go kids would go swimming, yeah, yeah. And, and the swim meets and stuff. It was that kind of weirdness. So, sound, sound. I think we should have a quick. Uh, conversation about sound now i did a little poll do we want the natural sound of the game the ball hitting the, the, the net was kind of cool and a few of the sounds are cool and the managers and the players screaming at each other or do we want if it's done well the, the crowd sound whether it's a broadcaster or from the stadium probably broadcaster isn't it i don't know um it, to enhance the game because most of the time the game is shot and i was laughing already no well my pulse kyle's like, idea
2: a few weeks ago Right, Wasn't and, and, I'm, and I, I,
3: I, I'm with Kyle. Oh. I'm with Kyle. But listen, this novelty right now, and it's great. And we love watching football and it's kind of cool. That's going to get old. After a few games of watching that, it's going to get old. If you've got somebody smart on a little deck, I could totally do it. And You <laughs> can, <laughs> <laughs>
4: you can,
3: you can and pipe that. in a little bit of like oohs and ahs, and, and, like, and songs and, and little chants and rhythms and then goal celebrations. It could be really, really good. And when you're sat in your living room and the, sh- the, t- the shot is tight on the pitch, you wouldn't know. You hear the sounds. I just feel quite strongly that that's going to have to come in. If we're living this for, for a year or not longer, it's going to get blimmin' sterile. Pipe in the music. Who's Bex, with me? Bex, can I, is there a button on my thing where I can <laughs> mute, mute Musto? Dico, think about do it. That. I Ryan, do that. it. think well, I'm about with, it. Don't go think too far, it. Musty.
4: Don't, don't go too far like we're starting gets- Ooh, too many who's and ahs and that a little bit of noise and we
3: with you oh, oh Earl's in Earl's in Kmart's in
5: but with yeah, there it is got... it, it's go just on, like Carl. I've got an announcement it's just like when you go to a concert right the music is great but when you add the light and the and the light man who's basically watching and and it's and it's what what light do we need for what moment you can get sound. I have a, I have a, a goal system where goals are, are celebrations in the past that you have in the database on a five point system. A one, a one star goal is like, you know, it's five nil and you scored one goal or you scored your sixth. And a, and a five rating goal is, is like the winner in the 90th minute. Have someone there, a little keyboard, you know, just totally. Just, and also pipe it in for players, pipe it in so the players can hear it. I'm telling you, it's almost like Pavlov's dog. If players hear fans sound,
6: <laughs> yeah, put put headphones on all the players. Let's, let's make it like off. F- let's, let's make it like FIFA. Come
5: on,
4: Dico. Well, you got the crowd in there as well.
5: Come all on, it. Dico! You'll love it. Bex is all on
4: off.
5: you. Uh, what do you a, 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 feel a, like?
1: Graham hasn't an
2: answered. No, no, no. I, think it's ambitious, but I, I, I'm not not for me. I'm too traditional. No noise. Hear the fan, hear the footballers screaming at each other.
1: I, I would be with kind of Graham and Lee. However, what what might change my opinion is that I do believe that you're right, Massey, when you say this is right now, very early days. We're like, oh, football's yeah. back, football's back. And then come November, we're going to be like, oh, my God, this is just like
3: depressing.
1: <laughs> like, no, noise. So I would be willing to, to see how it goes naturally.
4: Yeah, I mean, no, I'm I mean, in that mood, that Max. See how we
1: go. Yeah, let's be flexible, and if we need to enhance mm. naturally, then we can do that
6: as the season goes. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think Musty I think musty's definitely been in isolation too long. It's he's been in, and and he's, he's got been in that room too. for
3: nine weeks. It's just, it's yeah. just you two old timers are and not agreeing with it. The four of us are up for it. No, 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 no.
6: Have you have you turned that round? Have you count again? That's got not four. Two on the fence. One, two, got three, two four. On the fence. No, how's that? One, two. It's you and Kyle. Two, <laughs> no.
4: Two maybes. We got two maybes. Two maybes. Yeah, exactly. Two trials. <laughs>
1: oh, goodness me!
2: And, 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 and Kyle clearly <laughs> has got a business angle already, so he's count. He's, <laughs> he's got his own agenda. He's pushing there.
5: We <laughs> sat in a booth and and did. 700 lines of possible scenarios for a video game. I mean, I, how are you it not comes
4: with
6: well, comes <laughs> well versed with that. Yeah, actually, it would turn into, turn into a FIFA game, yeah. and it would just be, you know, who who'd you get on the, on the decks? You know, you put you on the decks, you're going to do your ooze when your arse should be there. It'd be yeah, just an absolute nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> just a, it'd be a nightmare.
5: They'll bring in some beats. It'll be amazing.
1: Well, I don't think it's off the table, put it that way. I don't right. think this is, this, this is certainly a conversation that's being had amongst many people in the broadcasting world to try and do what's best for the fan. You know, perhaps they do, I don't know, who knows, but I think that it has to be discussed and it is being discussed. I know they're certainly discussing it in the UK. I've seen it um, on mm-hmm. social media. So we will see whether or not that happens. Um, boys, you know, I think we've covered the two big angles, the Bundesliga angle, and um, which I think everyone enjoyed. And of course, what's happening right now and in the timeline that we're in. This time next week, we will be back, as always, on Wednesday, by which time we will know a lot more. So I feel like after a couple of months of it being a slow burn, we're now heading into a time where things could happen rather rapidly. And who knows, perhaps in a couple of weeks, we'll be um, we'll be all set to, to actually see each other face to face. So we will see, but make sure everybody joins us on the um, Premier League on NBC. Podcast wherever you get your podcasts and on the NBC Sports YouTube channel. Until then, everybody stay safe and take care.
5: Bye bye. Bye bye, Bye bye. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends.